Yeah, 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 Monday night. Woo! Woo! Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of the Stoop Radio Show. Right here on Block Talk Radio, 100% live. Jeff the Shark Perini here with you, as always. And with me, the ying to my radio yang. The newest member of the Justice League. The awesome, the amazing, the wonderful Miss Jewel Tatey. Jewel, good evening. Good evening, Jeff. How are we doing? We're doing fantastic. T-G-I-M. And you know why T-G-I-M? I know it's a subject for later on in the show, but I'm going to come right out and spell it out for you. E-A-G-L. G-L-E-S. It is! Absolutely, you could hear from the excitement of our local cheerleader, Jewel. Nine and one, the Eagles kicked Cowboy ass last night. We're staying up for it. A little groggy this morning, but we're staying up for it. Absolutely. Great time to be a Philadelphia sports fan. Sixers, Flyers, Eagles, and the Phillies are done for the year. So that's good news because uh, they can't lose any games right now. <laughs> oh, that's sad. Oh, poor Phillies. Anyway, we want to thank uh, our guest from Wednesday night, the absolutely amazing Hal Sparks. What a great show. Uh, Julie made it a little happen. You went hard to get Hal. You got him here. He was tremendous. What do you think? Give us some rundown about Hal Sparks. Oh, my God. Like, it was great. I got to actually talk to Hal Sparks. Like, oh, it, I was just so excited. I was so happy. He was so nice and super funny and yeah, I can't wait to see him in Philly. It's going to be great. Absolutely. And we're going to uh, remind everybody that is listening. Uh, December 7th, 8th, and 9th at Helium Nightclub. You know where Helium Nightclub is, of course, everybody. Hal Sparks. Five shows. One on Thursday, two on Friday, two on Saturday. And as you might have heard, if you listened to the show Wednesday, he told us, let's meet up. VIP. We'll be there. Or I'll just be sitting at any table. I really don't care. But Hal said to meet up after the show. He was great. He's hilarious. Uh, He sings. He does comedy. He acts. He writes. He does radio. His radio show is probably the second best one I listen to. (laughs) What's the first? (laughs) Gee, I wonder. It rhymes with the poop. But it ain't poop. It's awesome. It's the poop. I don't listen for the host. I listen for the co-host, Jewel. She's pretty awesome. The host, Aww. I don't get that guy. He's he's terrible. No, he's absolutely terrible. We're great. Yeah, he's pretty. We are the we are the poop. <laughs> we are the poop. <laughs> uh, and speaking of the poop, not really. Speaking of the stoop, ladies and gentlemen, if you're listening in, and you may not have heard yet, I'm going to remind you. I mean, I remind you like every five minutes on Facebook. So I'm sure you've heard. This is some night. This, I mean, this is some week rather. Thanksgiving week, and we are giving thanks to you, the audience, with massive shows. Tonight's guest, a lovely young lady, 16 years old, gifted singer, songwriter, performer. She's pretty awesome. You're going to hear one of her songs later tonight to Miss Bella Elise. Yay! So hey, I know the name might be new to you. The name might be new to you, but you'll get to learn her. She's great. Very attractive young lady, 16-year-old girl. She's got it all together, heading in the right direction. Very excited to have her on tonight. Um, 
not to steal any thunder from tonight's show, but tomorrow night and Wednesday night, we're here. Special edition tomorrow night from Shameless Big Kev, the one and only Steve Howie. He's going to be back on the stoop. Boop, boop. And, when, yep, boop, boop. and Wednesday night, confirmed again tonight by email, the queen of metal, the rock goddess herself, the house sparks to my Jeff, or to my Jewel. I, did I do that wrong? <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I think I blew that. I, I think I blew okay. that. Um, with all apologies, Lita Ford, Wednesday night, folks. Wow. It's going to be wow. awesome. Awesome couple. Wow. Yeah. This yeah. week is nuts. <laughs> Just an awesome, awesome week coming up here on the stoop. And like I said, Bella's going to kick us off around 830. Uh, tonight we're going to do something a little different. We're going to be calling her. It's always a little tricky. We're going to be calling Steve tomorrow night as well. And it changes the things a little bit. makes it a little more exciting. So uh, stay for the ride because it's going to be good. Yes. Speaking of things that are good, top five list time. We always do the top five list here on the stoop. And uh, how we get to learn each other. Me and Joel learn a little something about each other. And she's uh, pointing at me and <laughs> gave me a one finger. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's the number one finger. It could always be the second finger. Who knows? Those things happen also. Tonight's top five. You're number five. one. <laughs> you're number one. You're holding up the wrong finger. Tonight's top five list from the creative mind of Miss Jewel Tatey herself. Our top five all-time favorite cover songs. Now, not songs that are most popular to cover, but people that have covered songs and we love. Since Jewel was kind enough to give us the category, I'll kick it off. I'll go first tonight. I'll be a gentleman and cut right in front of the lady. My favorite top five cover songs starting with number five and it's what a wonderful world by joey ramone if you've never heard this version find it oh it's great he does a great a fast-paced ramone style version of what a wonderful world it's excellent definitely worth it yeah Yeah, that's awesome exactly it's kind of like that it's great if you've never heard it joel find it uh number four i just i like first version gosh yeah, I like both versions of uh, of this song. It's uh, "You Really Got Me" by Van Halen, originally sung by the Kinks. Um, I love both versions of the song. I love anything Van Halen does. I'm a Van Halen junkie. For all of you who do not know, so that's number four for me. Number three, and I'm not big on the song. I'm not big of the originator guy that sung it, but I love this version, and it actually makes me love the song. It's a perfect circle, and the great Maynard James Keenan, and their version of "Imagine" by John Lennon. It's morbid it's dark but it's great it's it's chilling i love their version if you haven't heard it check it out perfect circle doing imagine number two and i really think this guy steals the song from the originator all along the watchtower by Jimi hendrix Mm -hmm. a song originally sung by bob dylan and i just love the way hendrix does it the guitar just guitar just sings and dances itself to the whole song absolutely incredible all along the watchtower number one Tough one for me because I love the original artist. But the version is so different and so fun and so wild. I absolutely love it. And I know it's not going to be popular with you people, but it's my top five list. Faith by Limp Biscuit. Very That's cool. Right. <laughs> they take a George Michael classic and just rock the shit out of it. And I love every second of it. It's only a couple minutes long. It's quick. But I love it. And I love the way they do it. I love the twist. And a couple of years back, I saw Limp Bizkit in concert, and i got to tell you, pleasantly surprised. Excellent show, even though people think they have faded. They may have, 
but uh, still put on a great show. That is my top five list. I'm extremely excited to hear Jules' top five list, so without any further ado. Oh, me? Okay. <laughs> did, they, did they perform it? I just wanted to ask you, did they perform it? Did they perform Faith? No. They did not no. do Faith. They didn't do Faith or Nookie. I guess they were trying to oh, you know, yeah. not be categorized. Yeah. Right. But, huh. yeah, good Very show. cool, though. Well, I picked this category because Bella does so many amazing covers, and I was, you know, going through the, her YouTube videos, and she has a lot of great covers on there. So if you want, go to Bella Elise and, and look up her covers because she does Shape of You by Ed Sheeran. She does Hello and Rumor Has It by Adele, and she does uh, a couple Beyonce songs. And her voice is so powerful and amazing, and you guys will get to listen in a little bit. So that's why I picked this category. Um but to kick it off, uh, number five, Alice Christensen. And this girl, um, she's a young girl, and she's very popular YouTuber, and she does a lot of great covers. But I love her cover of Wait for Life by Lana Del Rey and Emil Haney. Yes, I know it's kicking off with a Lana song. Just hang in there because this girl has an amazing voice. Her voice is so different than Lana's, too. It's very soft. And it's just a different take on the song. So I love it. And she plays piano, and the piano sounds really cool with it. Uh, number four, it's Zoe Deschanel and Sasha Spielberg, which is Steven Spielberg's daughter. And they sing a duet of Love Hurts by Nazareth. Whoa. Wow. Like if, if you haven't heard it, go to YouTube, look it up. It's It's amazing. Like, they harmonize so well. It's really, really beautiful. So, number four. I like it. Um, Number three, and this girl is my next two because she is, like, also the queen of covers. Tori Amos, she always does requests at her live shows, and she does some amazing covers, and she also plays the piano. I just love the piano and just, you know, someone at the piano and singing. It's just, this sounds amazing. But she does creep, and I swear, every time I hear it, like, I cry because... Her voice is so haunting, and I love it. And the next one, number two, is Tori Amos doing... It's a a melody, a medley, sorry, of... Is it called medley? Yeah, I'm right. right. Medley. Yeah, it's medley. <laughs> yes, yes, okay. Like, melody? Um, with melody? Games, she She's on the piano, and she's on the one piano in front of her, and she plays Wicked Games by Chris... Uh, Isaac. Isaac, Isaac, yes. And then and then she turns around and she plays the other piano to Alana's song, Blue Jeans, and then she switches. She's playing two pianos at once and singing, and she's just phenomenal. I love Tori Amos. And number one, Chris Cornell, nothing compares to you. Holy ah. cow. Like, ugh, I love that song. I love Chris Cornell, R.I.P., and his version of that is just so ugh, gets you right in the heart. So, that's my number one. It's awesome. It's a really good list. I liked it. I like it very much. Um, heavily female, but that's okay. Hey. You're allowed to do that. I'm in heavily male, whatever. Yeah. Uh, so, let's run down the list, that terrific list. Uh, we'll start out with Jules. Number five, Alice Christensen, Wait for Life. Number four, uh, one of my favorites, uh, Zoe Deschanel, and Sasha Spielberg with Love Hurts. That's a good song. 
Tori Amos, back-to-back. Tori Amos' version of Creep. And Tori Amos' version of uh, a little medley of Wicked Games and Blue Jeans. And number one, the late, great Chris Cornell. Nothing compares to you. Funny, because when you look at cover list, the Sinead O'Connor version is close to the top. Um, mm-hmm. A very list. And, you know. She's but not that's a, almost like her only hit. It's like her only song, kind yeah, of. Yeah, so. and uh, she's not stoop-friendly. So. Uh, Jeff came out with an awesome list as well. What a Wonderful World by Joey Ramone. Uh, number four, You Really Got Me by Van Halen. A Perfect Circle Does Imagine, John Lennon's song. Uh, All Along the Watchtower by Jimi Hendrix. Kind of think he owns it. Bob Dylan should sell the rights. Should be ashamed of himself. And number one, Limp Biscuit doing Fate by George Michael. Cover song. Very cool. Hello? Good list. Very good list. Likewise, very good list tonight. Great stuff to get us off and running on a TGIM program. So let's get back. We're talking TGIM. It's Monday, which means last uh, yesterday was Sunday, which means last night was Sunday night football. And uh, a certain team kicked the ever-loving crap out of another certain team. We're not going to mention their names, the Dallas Cowboys. Um, <laughs> the, the Seagull team. I mean, every week we're talking about it, and every week it's getting better and better. They started out flat. I know you were nervous. I was nervous. But then the second half... Turned on like like a machine. They turned it on. They lost their kicker and actually went for two-point conversions and made it every time, four straight times. I've never seen it's anything insane. like it. It was nuts. Wasn't it a linebacker kicking? Like, yeah, he I was doing a kickoff. Holy crap. Linebacker was doing a kickoff. But they, they weren't oh, okay. kicking extra points. And, and they, Coach Peterson even said, if we get close, we're just going to go for it. And it worked every time. We buzzsawed them. I love it because I hate the Dallas Cowboys. As we all know, I loathe the Dallas Cowboys. And Dallas Cowboys uh, are, are kind of licking their wounds. They got their ass kicked last night. I'm not going to lie. Yes, they did. It was glorious. I was nervous. I was really nervous. I'm like, ah, it was just so, like, going so slow. And I'm like, it's not halftime already. And then they started to wake up. It's like they were, they just woke up. And it all worked out well in the end. So, Oh, first half was slow. Three and out, three and out, three and out. Like, man, this is going to be a long night. It looked like a chess match. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to quick do another top five list. You don't have to chime in. It's my own personal top five list. Top five, of the, top five of the best sports buck kickings of all time. Number five, <laughs> last night's Eagles-Cowboys game. Number four, last night's Eagles-Cowboys game. Number three, last night's Eagles-Cowboys game. Two and one, <laughs> last night's Eagles-Cowboys game. Buck kicking. Top five. I love it. Yeah, it's uh, really something to get excited about right now. These guys have been playing fantastic football. I am so excited about it. Definitely worth checking out. Uh, we got topics, but I'm gonna I'm gonna cut off topic. I do that sometimes, and Joel gets mad because you spend so much time working on the topics. And I just, you know, I improv. I become an improver in my old age. Um, I have to apologize, and I will do it. I will apologize on the stoop because last week I bashed. Stone Temple Pilots and their attempt to find a new lead singer. And then I checked out the first single <laughs> of their new album. It's the album is called Meadow. The song is called Meadow. And I had an eerie Scott Weiland moment. It sounds just like him. Since I mentioned it last week, did you listen to it? Um, no, I haven't. It's been kind of I gotta tell crazy you. week. Good. Uh, I understand. Yeah, I do apologize. We're not going to 
you know, elaborate, but I know Jewel had a, a lot going on. And, and, you know, we we love you here, Jewel, and we got your back. Um, yeah. It's really good. The new singer is a guy by the name of Jeff uh, Goot, G-U-T-T. He sounds exact. You would not even know. If I gathered the entire playlist of Stone Temple Pilots, and there were songs you didn't know, and I snuck it in, you would never know the difference. It's good. I like it. And all week, after Wednesday night, when I got off the air, and I looked, I said, oh, well, look, it's actually available to listen to. And I listened to it, and all week I've been thinking, i got to get on the air and eat crow. I've got to apologize to one of my favorite all-time bands. A lot, a lot of people aren't happy about it. People don't like change. But this is good. It's worth listening to. So check it out, Joel. That's awesome. I definitely am going to check it out. Yeah, it's definitely very good. It's definitely worth checking out. I am very excited. Um, one of the hot topics that Jewel brought to us and something that's created a buzz, and I really don't get why. I don't understand why, why people are so giddy about this. The one, the only, the world's most notorious murder, rotten piece of garbage, Charles Manson, has died. Yeah, when I think about the limit of tears I'm going to shed about the death of the uh, murderous cult leader, you know, I, I don't feel one bit bad. This is a guy that should have been executed a long time ago. Heinous crimes of like the murder of a pregnant Sharon Tate and his family, it kind of made me sick. Matter of fact, I used to watch that movie, The Helter Skelter was the movie, and... My brothers used to watch it, and they used to scare the crap out of me. Was that the made-for-TV movie? Yes. Oh, I heard it was scary. It is oh. scary. And, the and like, the end of it, at the very end, he's, like, in the courtroom, and he just, he smiles. And the camera just freezes it and, like, zeroes in on it. And the guy that played him looked a lot like Manson. It was very creepy. Um, oh, man. What is, what is your take on it? I know it's a little, not really out of your generation, but I was a little more aware of it growing up. Yeah. Now, yeah. What is your take on this? I don't know. It was just weird how it, it like his death just happened. They just ended uh, American Horror Story Cult. And um, Evan Peters, uh, he should win an Emmy for his performance this whole season because he literally played like every cult leader. He did Jim Jones. He did, uh, Oh, what's the creepy religious one? He did all of them, but he did Charles Manson too. And they did the whole like Helder Skelter. Like it was so graphic and they showed like the murders and stuff because he like led all his people. Like he was reenacting all the cult leaders murders through the whole season. Wow. And it was really, really creepy. And it's weird that, I don't know, Manson died, like, two days before, I mean, after the season ended. Um, but, yeah, I heard they changed the laws, like, he was supposed to get the death penalty, and then the, the laws changed, so he got life. And then um, my dad was actually looking up the Lady Susan, because she was in the same prison as Martha Stewart in West Virginia. and um, oh, wow. and she And she got released, like, two years ago, so it's really nuts. I mean... Uh, the, the Twitter reaction was nuts. Like some people said, well, I gave you the comments, but yeah, some people were just saying like the, the names of the victims that he did kill. And then um, some people were just sad for his family, I guess, but I don't know. It was weird yeah. on Twitter. <laughs> Very weird. I, I didn't I say was, that. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I thought you said it. Cause at first you're like, you know, my, 
you know, my heart goes out to I the swear. family. I'm like, what? That was basically a, that was a, a joking crack by uh, comedian Norm MacDonald. I thought it came out of Jewel, and I'm like, well, what are you saying? Yeah, that, yeah, that piece of crap. I don't He's know. gone and uh, crazy. Unfortunately, never be forgotten. We lost a lot of people uh, the last couple of days. Um, just kind of looking down the mm-hmm. list. Um, country singer Mel Tillis, um, Della Reese. Uh-huh. Yeah, and uh, of course Charles Manson. Uh, the the fight doctor, Ferdy Pacheco, who was a I'm a big boxing fan. Ferdy was in the uh, the cut fan at one point for Muhammad Ali. Uh, he had recently passed away. Uh, New York gossip queen Liz Smith. That was kind of a surprise. Uh, a lot, a lot of people kind of came out of nowhere. Um, you know, some lesser known actors. The fellow that played uh, Cliff Huxwell's dad on. Um, Give it to me, the Cosby Show. Um, oh, yeah. Higgins, Higgins from Magnum P.I. John Hillerman passed away. Yeah, pretty sadly, uh, kind of a busy week for uh, passing away. So uh, our hearts go out to uh, all these people. Of course, uh, and the woman from um, Three's, Co- Three's Company, that lady, too. I oh, don't yeah. know her name. Good. And Wedworth. Uh, yeah, she mm-hmm. passed. Uh, Great actress. That's what I never understood. I, I'm going to hit you this, with this real quick. I don't know if you ever watched Three's Company. Yes. Did you watch Three's Company? Okay. So yes. Jack was this big lady, big ladies man, right? Mm-hmm. Jack and Larry used to go out and get the ladies. But Lana, who was played by Ann Wedgworth, would throw herself at Jack, and he didn't want nothing of it. He didn't want it. He used to always fight her off and push her away. I didn't get that. Well, didn't he like Chrissy and, and what's her name? Jackie? Is that her name? Jane? Janet. But he didn't get any Janet. of that. I mean, they were... <laughs> I know. Chrissy was such a dum-dum. Aww. She sure was. Kind of how she got the role. But yeah, I mean, <laughs> like, Lana was like, running. she'd always be like, Jack, come look at my light in my bedroom. Oh, no, Lana. Like, I mean, like, I'm like, let's go, Lana. Let's check out that lamp in your bedroom. Be back, girl. Oh, my goodness. I'd come back five minutes later. But you get what I'm saying. <laughs> I used to love Freeze that company. show, though. Come and knock on a door. I love that. Well, right? Nick and Knight was the best. Yeah. She's got all, she's got all, the, all the programs. Unfortunately, like at four in the morning, it became like the George Lopez show. But, you know. That was later. A little, it was like this summer. Still- remember the summer block party? And they would have like Isle of Lucy and Dobie Gillis and Happy Days. Oh, Dobie great. Gillis. Wow. I love Dobie Gillis. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. Good stuff. stuff. All right, for everybody listening, we are going to give you a little treat. We are going to play some music. Yay! I love it. I love playing music. And as we said tonight, our guest is the lovely and talented young lady, Bella Elise. She's got a song out that's called Call Me Crazy. And we're going to give it a shot right here on the stoop. And then when we come back, we... uh, We'll be joined by her in a few short moments after that. So let's crank out the song. It's about three minutes long. It's called Call Me Crazy. The singer is tonight's guest, Bella Elise. We'll be back shortly. Enjoy. Hey, boy, you think you got it all. Hey, boy, you think you know it all. But once I'm done with you, there's no going back, baby. You can call me crazy, but I know it's mine You can call me psycho, but I'm on his mind You can call me crazy, but love is blind You can call me 
Cranking out hits. She's on YouTube and she writes her songs too. She's amazing. Bella amazing. Elise. That's E L Y S E E with a little uh, accent over the first E in case you want to find her. You got to find her. She's great. That song's good stuff. And she's going to be joining us in a few minutes. We get to call her. So uh, pretty much at my leisure. I think I'll just sit back and relax. No, I'm kidding. We're going to have <laughs> yeah. her on shortly. And uh, very excited to talk to her. The new generation. Yes. It's going to be using words that I would never understand in a million years. I'm very excited for that. Yeah, <laughs> it's okay. Jewel is, a, Jewel is a little more of our finger on the pulse with the youngsters. Uh, I'm that guy that's going to say, back in my day, and we're going to lose our guests. <laughs> they still think I'm old. They're like, oh, my niece and nephews. They're like, girls used to play with 60-year-old <laughs> boys, and they liked it. <laughs> it's lit. That's, that's all it's I know. Lit. I know the new lingo. I'm not. I'm not, I'm not saying that. I'm not going to embarrass myself because lit's priority no. out. So this girl's going to yeah, have a new catchphrase, and I'm going to be saying it's lit. And she's like, no, it's not. All right, so let's <laughs> uh, let's give it a shot. Let's uh, dial in the numbers here. Let's call Miss Bella Elise. Hopefully she's not sleeping. Oh, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, it's earlier right. there. And We're good. It, it, that was a joke. Thank <laughs> you. 
Hi. Hi. Good evening. How are you? <laughs> How are you guys? I was actually listening. <laughs> oh God. No, <laughs> now we're in bed. I heard the lit. I heard it all. <laughs> just don't call us uh, old fuddy duddies, okay? <laughs> yeah, we're just not old fuddy. Oh, I love it. Um, thank you, and we love the song. The song is "Call Me Crazy," and I got to tell you, I love it. Thank you can't so really much. see us. In- Thank you. Jewel and I were dancing up the storm here, and congratulations on it and uh, your other songs and, and your recent success. Um, so I got to kick it right off. Thank you. I, I got to start right off with some questions. 16 years old, and you're making music, you're yeah. singing, performing. How does it feel? Are you, are you blown away by yourself right now? I'm, I'm having the time of my life. I mean, doing music is so rewarding. I, I couldn't imagine doing anything else. Um, I feel great. And let me tell you, people underestimate the emotional life of a teenager. I mean, there's so much to write about. I hear people all the time, and they'll say, well, you're so young. Like, you've never experienced anything. How can you write about things? But that's, like, so far from the truth. Oh, yeah. I, I'm, I'm sure. I mean, just I, I think that's probably where you're going to get your best material or these formative years, you know. And you're doing oh it. God, and you're yeah. Your voice is so powerful, and you have the songs, and and you're and you're writing them yourself, and yeah, we think you're amazing, and your and your music's great, and um, yeah, we're we're just old and we're out of the loop, but we we think you're awesome. No, we're, you're a lot cooler than we are. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Uh, so, what first got you into music? Um, kind of a uh, just singing around the house, and people think you had it, or did you yeah. always know that this was thing something you wanted? You know, it, I've always been surrounded by music when I was at a young age. Actually, how it really started to blossom was when I was back in, like, elementary school, um, they put me on music therapy because I had some attention issues, and they okay. thought it would help me really pick out the different instruments and different sounds and focus in. And um, that's where it really began, and I started listening to classical music and um, different like rainforest sounds and picking out different sounds and it it grew from there and I always sung around the house and um my grandma would always sing to me and my mom would sing to me before bed and we would sing in church so I've always grown up with people singing and all that kind of stuff do you play any instruments I I dabble with a few uh I dabble with a little stuff you know to get by and write and stuff but I wouldn't call myself um I wouldn't say that I play any instruments, but I do write and I sing. That's my instrument there. Yeah, definitely. There you go. Yeah. And it's a powerful one. That's the best instrument you could really have uh, because, like I said, you, you get on stage and, and you crank it out. Um, have you been doing a lot of live performing? I, I've seen some of your videos. I've seen the, the appearance, I believe, is at Whiskey A Go-Go. And you're left yeah. on stage, too. Yeah. Tell us, about, uh, tell us about some live stuff you've been doing. Yeah, um, I've been doing um, some live performances, and they're the best. I love them. It's it's a great energy, meeting people, engaging with the audience. I just have a blast. That's like my happy place. Sure. That's awesome. <laughs> um, so, you know, how, how do you balance it all in your life? How do you find time for music and to write and to still be a teen and do school and perform? Uh, What's like a typical day? How do you cram it all into one day? <laughs> That's a good question. Um, well, I'm doing online, which helps a lot. Um, online mm-hmm. is really flexible with my schedule. 
so I can mm-hmm. I can write, I can go into the studio and have you know meeting meetings with people and I, I I try to manage my time and I'll have a little free time to hang out with friends and with other people because I mean I got to be a teenager and but still right. focus on my craft. There's a balance. Sure. Yeah. Um are are you looking into uh college or do you think music is where you're going to stay are you looking into school after high school you know I I get this question a lot and I think you know college isn't necessarily for everybody Mm -hmm. and it's not necessarily the path that I want to go who knows maybe in a year or two I'll be like yeah I want to go to this college or whatnot but right now my focus is just music all the way and if I can make it and just keep doing music and not have to go to college, um, then that would be like the plan. I say, I don't have a plan B, you know, this is, this is all I want to do. This is all I know how to do. So I'm not thinking about anything else. That's great. (laughs) You're living in the moment. Yeah. And you're doing it and you're just, yeah. Take it day by day. Enjoy every minute of it. If I have any advice for you. Yeah. Just soak it all in because you're doing great. Um, Living in we, the moment. Yeah. Yes. Um, we yeah we loved your song "Call Me Crazy." Uh, can you tell us a little bit about what it's about and uh, what inspired it? Yeah, for sure. Um, I actually wrote this song about a relationship that I had had, and after okay. it was it was over, I had people telling me like, "Oh, you know, just forget about it. Like he's moved on." And they would call me crazy, and I'm like, no, 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 trust me. He's thinking about me. Like, I'm on his mind. And I I swear, I'm not crazy. I just, I genuinely think this. Like, I have that, like, intuition. And people perceive me as a nice girl, which, which is a good thing. But sometimes people will walk over the nice girl, and I don't like that. No. And so I was really, I was really fired up about this. And I was like, you know what? You can call me crazy, but... I know, I know he's thinking about me. I know I'm on his mind. And that's really where it came from. It was like my fired up song. Oh, well, he's good. crying now. I got, <laughs> yeah, I got to tell you, he's crazy. I'm calling him crazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because, uh, I mean, you know, someday soon we're all going to be watching on TV and going to your concerts. And this guy's going to be like, would you believe I used to date her? And his buddy's going to be like, you're crazy. See that? You're crazy. You're win- You're- <laughs> but that's uh, that's great. That seems to be the, the big thing now is a lot of uh, artists are taking real life, um, not so much angst, but real life situations and things that affect them and turn it into great songs. Uh, is that your avenue? Do you turn a lot of your personal experiences into songs or, you know? Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, a lot of things, like different things inspire me. Like I can see a movie and I'm like, oh, you know, I got something to write about it. But definitely, like, drawing from personal experiences are so powerful because they speak levels, and it's it's from the heart. And I think that's what's so cool is I can be authentic and share with people what's on my mind and how I feel. Yeah. And it's coming from me. Yeah, and yeah, it's that's... true to yourself. And, yeah, just stay true to yourself and – It'll it'll all work out. I don't know why I'm giving life tips and (laughs) everything. No, I I love it. I'm like, I love it. I take it all in. (laughs) Oh, thank you. Well, um, who who are some of the artists you like today? Who who inspires you? Okay, I'm gonna list off a few, and then like 
the person that I'm like jamming to all the time in the car. Okay. So okay. definitely Bruno Mars. He's just oh my god, he's amazing. Right. Yes. Um, I love Tovlo. I love Shawn Mendes. I think he's so cool. Uh, but definitely right now is Dua Lipa. Do you guys know who that is? No. I got to say, oh yeah. <laughs> she's got a song on the radio. She's got a song on it? the radio called New Rules. It's called New okay. Rules. But I'm telling you, I like have her album and I'm always bumping it in the car. In the car, oh. she's like my go-to right now. Oh, that's awesome. I'm a I'm a big Lana Del Rey fan, and Jeff makes fun of me all the time. So, okay, <laughs> I have yeah. a Lana Del Rey obsession, and Jeff's always obsessed with me. So, but I will check I will check her out. Um, yeah, she's cool. Yeah. So, how how did you first like realize like I have this voice? Like I really do have a voice, and I'm just gonna go for it. Like put my foot in the door, do anything to like get my name out there. Like. What what gave you that, like, last push to really go for it? Yeah, um, I'm going to start a little bit, like, back towards the beginning. Um, mm-hmm. I've always sung um, around the house. And I really believe that when you look up to somebody and they tell you you have something or you have a gift or they believe in you, I think that's so powerful. And at a young age, like, both of my parents are so incredibly supportive in my family. Good. And they've always instilled in me, you know, go after your dreams and do what makes you happy. And like, just growing up, I was like, this is all I want to do. And um, as I got like towards the end of eighth grade, um, I'm moving into high school and I didn't want to go to high school where all they had was sports and the, the funding for the arts programs was just bad. And so I was like, I want to go to an art school. And I found an art school in um, downtown L.A., and I was like, I'm going to that school. And I told my parents, and I applied, and I ended up getting into the school, and I had to wake up at 5 in the morning to get on two buses and a train all the way across town to go to this school because I was like, I was determined that I was going to go there, you know, to (laughs) expand my horizon. And I definitely think going there, I've experienced so much. I've, I've become more independent and learned so much about myself. And really in high school began writing. I've always, you know, journaled my emotions like any teenager would. But I was like, you know, I love music. Why not turn those emotions into melodies and music and lyrics and all that stuff? And that's how it really began. And in high school, I was like, I want to be unstoppable. I don't want to stop. I just want to go, go, go kind of thing. And, yeah, that's what I want to do. That's awesome, and it's funny because I read, I, you know, you try to do some research and read up on you before we had you on the show, and a lot of things you hear is like, you know, ahead of her time, and, and you know, your age is, you know, your age is just a number of the way you're just so uh, perfect in songwriting and all that, and you, you come off like an extremely intelligent young woman. I'm blown away. Um, so what, so what, is, what is school like? Are you, are you into academics? Are you a, a very good intelligent student, or is music just so much on your mind? Well, I will definitely say music is so much on my mind. Um, I'm not I'm not good at math. I'm not going to lie Please. here. Um, okay. I'm doing online, so I keep up with the pace. And when I find time, I'll do my schoolwork. And I'm definitely, I know that education is important. And I want to do well in all my academic classes. But, yeah, I'm going to use a credit yeah. card on it. I'm not good at math. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just okay. say that. I, 
I've I've come across a lot of artists and they're like math is not my strong suit and it's not mine either because I was I was an art major for a little bit and uh, yeah most art, art wow. people we use the, the right side of our brain so or right or left I don't know I'm not good at math something like that <laughs> <laughs> um, no I was gonna ask you I saw your Instagram when you're kicking some butt uh, on the, on the pads you're 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 boxing <laughs> getting ready for a video. <laughs> That's really good. Yeah, like, was, uh, that, was that for a video? Yeah, um, I'm going to shoot um, a music video for it. I'm going to do actually a music video for my new song, Bang Bang, that has not been released. I want to release it at the same time in January or in December with a visual. Um, nice. But, awesome. yeah, I've been training for my video, Call Me Crazy. I kind of want to make it like a bounty hunter kind of vibe, like a Mr. and Mrs. Smith thing. Oh, but, nice. Yeah. Uh, I've done martial arts for a little bit, and um, wow. I love kickboxing. That's like my that's my sport or cardio that I do um, when I'm not doing music to work out and you know get my anger out on the bag. But I definitely enjoy it. That's awesome, and that's like the yeah. best workout ever. So yeah, it's really cool. Yeah. God bless that young energy. I am jealous. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I get up out of bed in the morning, and that's my workout. I'm pretty much exhausted just getting out of bed in the morning. <laughs> You're like, I'm done. <laughs> yeah, and that's it. Good night, everybody. Uh, so um, who are some of your musical inspirations now? Like, if you had a chance to perform as an artist or collaborate with an artist, um, some of the legends. Give us somebody uh, down yeah, the road. Dead or who, alive, yeah. Dead or alive. Anybody you would want to play with. Give us a couple names. Who would I want to collab with? Well, um, yeah. I like Shawn Mendes' music, and I, I think he's cute. <laughs> so I wish we could collab right with him. Yeah, Shawn Mendes. Shawn Mendes, you're listening. where are you at? Yeah, listening, um, come get it. Yeah. yeah um, and then I said Dua Lipa before, but I just think she's awesome. Like, whoever's writing, I know she co-writes on a lot of her songs, but her lyrics are so good and the melodies are so catchy. And I think that's what like gets me with a lot of songs is like, if you have like a really good hook in it, like that's a hit. And yeah, yeah, I I love her work. I pay attention to a lot of like lyrics and rhyming and how things are written. And it's just really awesome. Terrific. The, um, now, I know you do uh, the songwriting. Do you, also, do you do everything? Do you, do you create the beats in your head, or uh, do you get together with other um, you know, studio people and make that kind of stuff? How much of it is your input, and how much of it is uh, you know collaborations with other people? Yeah, definitely. Um, when it comes to that aspect of it, I'm very hands-on, and I Great. like to make sure that my thoughts are put into it and how I want things to be executed. And it's very different. Like all the songs that I've released so far and the ones that I'm doing now and working on, they all start from scratch. So it'll be like on a guitar and vocals. And then it's a matter of building from there. Mm -hmm. And I don't play the instruments. Somebody translates, translates it for me into music notes and theory and all that stuff. Um, but I'm very hands-on in the process when it comes to creating it, how it sounds, whether I'm like, oh, I want more of this or more bass or I want it, you know, darker here and whatnot. Yeah. Wow. 
It's outstanding. Um, it really is. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I want to ask a little bit about your live shows. Uh, we saw you play Whiskey A Go-Go, and, and that was a yeah. big one. Um, what what are some of your other favorites that you've played? Um, are they in the L.A. area or, or outside of it? Yeah. Um, some of them um, I recently sung in Mexico, which was so awesome. Oh, wow. Um, I've sung there twice. I did it last year and then again this year, and – it was it was awesome. Um, the people there, the energy, everybody's so sweet, and I got to meet a bunch of people and take pictures of people, which was awesome. And then um, back in, I want to say <clears throat> it was April to May, I went on tour for High School Nation with the Plain White Tees, and that was like the best feeling ever so far. Like every day except for the weekend, we'd have a show, and we would do Q&As in the morning. So it was about bringing music into schools and really talking to kids about music. And I loved it because I love when I can inspire somebody and when someone can say, you know, you've inspired me to, like, go after my dreams or, you know, not care what people think and, like, do what makes me happy, um, which is amazing. And then I would perform, and then after we would do meet and greets and take pictures with people, it was just, like, a great it was a great vibe. Yeah, for sure. That sounds incredible. I mean, it, it's got to be really exciting. And you said it's you enjoy it, getting up live and having people watch you. Are there still jitters, or are you just smooth with it now? Say that again. Are you, do, do you, you get, get nervous playing live? Do you, do you get nervous? <laughs> oh, my God. I think all the time. And it, it's a good <laughs> nerve. I want, yeah. when I go up there, like, I want things to go right, and I want to – give a great show and I want people to like it. So I definitely think that there's a level of, you know, a, a nerves, but it's a good nerve. It's more of an adrenaline, I would say. Once yeah. once I'm up there and I'm doing it, I'm good. But before it is like when you're like, okay, let's go, showtime. Oh, gosh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Well, are you are you in talks about headlining your own tour soon, maybe after, you know, this next single is released? You know, possibly, um, I'm really open to having my own tour. I think it's a matter of, you know, building up my following and reaching out to people and making more stuff to where I could go on a mm-hmm. tour and headliner. Yeah. But that would be, be amazing, awesome. yeah. Yeah. We'll get you out here to uh, Philadelphia, PA. That'd be awesome to have you out here. <laughs> and just on the yeah, East Coast, sure. we'll, we'll come near show. <laughs> Yeah, we'll come to your show. We love yeah. shows. We love artists. We love playing music and discovering artists. So um, back to being just you, back to being a teen, your friends yeah. are starting to obviously see this music as you. Are the boys uh, Are the boys coming at you? A lot of boys liking your stuff and uh, <laughs> impressed by your talent? A lot of creeps. <laughs> yeah, I have my... <laughs> Let's keep it clean. I'm out... <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. Keep it PG right here. Uh, no, I'll definitely have like people reach out to me through social media. But right now, like, I'm focusing on myself. I'm not trying to get distracted. I mean, oftentimes girls and teenagers, you get distracted, and it's it takes up a lot of time, and it's really hard because <clears throat> it's hard when you have friends or people that just don't understand it. Right. And I don't have a lot of time but when I do I like to spend it with the people that I love and friends that I care about um 
but oftentimes it gets hard. And, you know, right now I'm so young. I have my whole life ahead of me to, you know, have boyfriends and whatnot. So right now is a time for me to focus on myself and my music and where I want to go with my life. Yes. That's very awesome. Smart That's answer. Very awesome. And, uh, yes. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, the way we – the way we joked around before we got you on the air about, you know, you teaching us about the young stuff and what's hip right now. I'm going to give you some advice from the more mature person in this world. Men Please. suck. <laughs> Men suck. <laughs> Men suck. <laughs> <sighs> you got time, girl. You're doing it right. Just keep doing you. I love that. He's like, <laughs> yeah. I want to give you some advice. Men <laughs> suck. Oh, pigs. Oh, That's it. That's so funny. They're going to be good. There's good guys out there. You just got to pick them right. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Exactly. My wife is good. God bless her. My wife found a great man. God bless that woman. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> oh, my goodness. But so, no, seriously, when you come out with your first big album, I want a little snippet, you know, to Jeff from the stoop who said men suck. Thank you. That's all. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> Be in the notes. <laughs> so, uh, you know, you had the, you know, you said you had the video coming up, more songs, uh, try to play live. Um, that's awesome. What, what else is on your horizon? What, what do you think in a couple of years? Where do you want to be? What's your ideal goal in the music industry? My ideal goal, I like you said, the headlining tour. I want to tour. I want to meet people. I want to be on the road. I like being on the go. That's like a dream. And I know that, you know, things like that don't come easy, and it takes a lot of hard work and time and dedication um, and sacrifices. And at times, like, I feel lonely, and it's hard because I don't have a lot of friends. But, you know, I'm willing to put in the time and the work for something that will pay off in the end. Yeah. For sure. And it seems just talking to your people, it seems like you're surrounding yourself with, with good people. And, um, yeah, I mean, you know, friends will come and go, but the real ones will, will stick through you with whatever is going on in your life. So, you know, for sure. Keep that in mind. Yeah. Another little uh, inside tidbit from me. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I feel like oftentimes people like, look at the life and what people post on social media as just this glamorous life. Yeah. And people don't know the amount of time it takes. Like when you hear somebody's song on the radio and you're like, oh, like where'd they come from? Like they came <laughs> from a lot of hard work and putting in the time. They didn't just, oh, have a song on the radio. Exactly. And it, it takes a ton of hard work. Um, I just saw we I caught a show in Philly with um, my younger, my younger nieces and nephews, uh, Token, who is a 17 year old rapper that just came out. And this kid is just putting in all the work, doing it right. And he just headlined his first tour. And it's just but I, I love the positive message. Um, it just seems like your generation is very socially aware and and this kid's message was was anti-bullying and um anti-suicide and it it, it does pay off if you just surround yourself with people yeah um but the social media aspect is a big part of it like they do just see the outside but um yeah i i think that's a great message like you are reaching 
so many thousands of people and, and what you put out there, like these kids latch on to. So, um, yeah, but I, I definitely believe in, in the positive messages of it. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, real quick before, uh, before we let you go. Yeah. To our listeners out there and some young kids who want to get going, what advice do you have for uh, young up and comers? Um, advice that I would give to young up and comers is yes. don't let anything hold you back. Go after what you want. You know, you only, as cliche as it sounds, you only have one life to live and you better live it right. I like sure. that. Well, absolutely. I'm telling you. So I, know it, I know it's very like front forward and blunt, but it's, I feel like it's so true. <laughs> like just go after it, you know? It's crazy. As, sure. as many people will put you down and say, oh, no, that's not going to happen for you. Or, oh, maybe do something else. Like, no. you got to go after what makes you happy. Exactly. And, and that's you're... it. And I got to – yeah. And I got to tell you, no. because by taking on, by taking on this um, atmosphere, by taking on this celebrity and, and making yourself better, you're going to be a voice that people are going to listen to. So you're doing the right thing. You're doing it the right way. And we love what we hear. I love your look. Thank you. I love your style. I like your music. You're fantastic. When you get some of these other songs out in, in January, and you know, would you like to come back with us? We'd love to have you on again. Oh, my God, for sure. You guys are awesome. Thank you so much for having Aww. me. Thank you uh, for you're coming You're very awesome yourself. This so was terrific. <laughs> uh, so you can check around on YouTube. It's Bella Elise. It's E-L-Y-S-E-E. She's got a YouTube channel with some videos. You can also find her on Twitter and on Facebook. It's Bella Elise. Uh, music on Twitter on uh, on Facebook. Go out, find her, listen to her music because it's definitely worth it. Our guest tonight, Bella. Thank you so much for coming on. You were fantastic. Thank you so much. I had a great time. Oh, thank Likewise. you. Have a, have a happy Thanksgiving. We hope to hear from you in the new year and have you yes. back here on the stoop. You too, and for sure. Thank you. Take thank care. You. you too. Bye. 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 What a sweet, sweet young lady. Bella Elise. Great music. I'm going to play the song again because it's just that good. Uh, I accidentally, in hanging out with Bella, I think I also hung up on Jewel. <laughs> so we'll go for a few minutes without Jewel. <laughs> I was, uh, you know, we got to kind of clear the, the switchboard, and I cleared Bella out, and I accidentally cleared Jewel at the same time. Clearly an accident. Jewel will be back with us in a few minutes. In the meanwhile... I wait for Jewel to come back. I will sing. No, I will not sing. Anyway, uh, again, I'm going to remind you about some stuff we got coming up on the stoop. It's almost a nine o'clock hour. Next couple of nights, we got some big stuff. Tomorrow night, from Shameless, Steve Howie. And uh, Steve was on our show about a year ago. If you didn't hear it, you didn't check it out, it's pretty damn incredible. I'm telling you, definitely worth it. Um, so, Steve will be here tomorrow night. Uh, I think Jewel came back tonight. Jewel, you back? I don't know what happened to me. I thought my, my time was done. <laughs> I just checked it out. You her. Yeah. No, um, no, I, no you kind of cleared a switchboard, and at the same time I was clearing Bella's oh. call. hung up, and then you were next, and so you got the X. Um, I hope she's still listening, because I'm going to tell her she's adorable. That was, that was outstanding. So cute. I know. Oh, my God. She she's is. so, yeah. So well-spoken, so smart. She has her head on so straight. Like, she really knows what she wants and wants to go out and get it. And I was just so excited. 
I, I kind of felt like I felt like I was talking to a long, long time music veteran, like somebody who's been there. Yeah, she has a lot of good advice. I don't know why I was trying to give her so much advice because she's <laughs> on it. Like I said, their generation is just a lot of them are so positive and and they are socially aware and they but it's a lot of mixed messages like with Instagram and you're you're just being bombarded with all these like images of what's perfect and but she said hard work pays off and she's doing it she's got the voice she's got the pipes guys go listen to her music she's a phenomenal singer and Bella Elise is not going anywhere and I'm just so happy she came on She's going somewhere. She's going up to the top. You mean she's not leaving yeah. us. She's around. Yeah, yeah definitely. Um, yeah, really great. I, I get really excited for, for newer artists. And I know, Jewel, you hit it hard to try to find them. And a while back, we've, we've actually been lined up with Bella for a few months. And Jewel said, oh, you got to listen to this girl. we got to get her on. And I'm like, all right, let's check it out. And then, you know, and listen to her music and see what she's all about. Very much worth it. 16 years old. She's smarter than I am. Oh, right. She sounds I mean, more intelligent she, than I do. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, you know, me, forget about it. She's here basically telling us how all of it works. And uh, all I can tell her is that men suck. That's all I had. <laughs> Good job. Good job, Jeff. That's, uh, yeah, that's my wise advice for this lovely young lady. Matter of fact, uh, any man out there who thinks that they're going to try and be nice to dispel and date this young girl, uh, send your applications to Back the suit because we're going to pick you out. Yeah, we're going to pick you out. We will tell her who she could be dating because we don't want yeah. no uh, no bozos around. Thinking bozo oh, men make for good music. Did do, do they? Apparently, no doubt with Gwen Stefani, uh, Taylor Swift, uh, Bella oh, Elise. She said that. Oh, you mean I like mean, exes? Okay, yeah, but they're uh, just yeah. like the, the reason. They're just the, you know the anger behind the scorned woman. So, whatever. Yeah, but. It, <laughs> <laughs> turns in, turns into good music. So you know, some of you out there, I guess, have to be the jerk. So we uh, we got new music to enjoy. That was funny. The uh-huh. first thing she said was uh, first thing she said when we asked her what that song was about. She said, "It's the next." <laughs> That's good though. I mean, heartbreak does make for the best music, and also makes for the best episodes of the Stoop Radio Show. Does it? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, it really doesn't. Why not? <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's almost 9 o'clock. We could take our gloves off at 9 o'clock. No, really. No. Uh, <laughs> no. Uh, she said, she said, keep it PG for me. It's adorable. Love the young no. lady. You kind of wish, like, all, you know, younger talents turn out like her. Excellent. Yep. Yeah. So, I mean, like I said, we, we played the song here tonight. We love doing that. We love playing music. We've had some really good artists come on here. Um, and, again, they're they're all so awesome. Even last week, I mean, Hal Sparks, we know Hal's a comedian, but even his song was, was rocking. I I have played that song in my car like 90 times since last yes! week. Yes! I know. Yeah, I'm like, I mean, it's like, clean up my dishes like, strange! <laughs> it's love such a dirty music. I, I know, but I love, he's got it's, a great voice. I've always loved it. Yeah, it's, it's very cool. The, the thing that thinks is the only way you can find it uh, on Apple Music is the uh, clean version, the radio version. Really? I tried YouTube. I listen a lot of my music on YouTube. It's actually not a bad idea. Um, 
an interesting little thing is, is happening right next to me here, my left-hand side, which is where I keep my uh, my media outlets here, my cell phone and all that good stuff. Uh, my brother, and yeah, he's my brother, who realizes that every Monday and Wednesday night I have a radio show. Apparently, you can tell he doesn't listen because he's blowing my phone up to talk about the football game. Thank you. <laughs> I just, yeah, I just, I just called you out on the air. I really appreciate you uh, being that focused to remember that I've got a show on Monday nights. And uh, yeah. he calls me. He does it every Monday night. What's that? What's tonight? The Atlanta Falcons and the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, yeah, you know, I can do it out there. That's why we we started doing Monday night shows. I told Jewel that some of the Monday night games they have on, we can we can beat that. We're we're better. Oh, for sure. We're just not competing yeah. with the Eagles. Yeah, exactly. We, we we're not that dumb. We're not doing that. It's uh, <laughs> fourteen nothing Falcons. Um, Four minutes and seven seconds left in the first quarter. So it sounds like Seattle's uh, getting their uh, butts handed to them. Uh, here's some good news. Fourth quarter, six minutes, 53 seconds left to go to Philadelphia 76ers. 86. Correction. Philadelphia 76ers, 88. Utah Jazz, 72. How about the Sixers, Joel? Have you gotten into it yet? I know you're not. We talked about like, you're not being the biggest sports fan, but I know you're a Philly fan. Do you watch the Sixers at all? You know what? I don't watch it. Any basketball. I never have, okay. ever, ever. I, 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 I do watch football and baseball and hockey, um, you know, when it's exciting. But uh, I played basketball. I played basketball my whole life, like grade school yeah. to I, I played uh, intramural in college. So, yeah, I was captain of my high school basketball team. I, just, I love playing. I hate watching it. I like going to a live game. Like, that's different. But I don't like watching it on TV. Okay. I, I can buy that. I um, Look, I'm wearing my uh, high school basketball hoodie right now. Town. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. FT what? FTC. Yeah, we're the <laughs> Coyotes. The Coyotes. The Coyotes? <laughs> you suddenly British? <laughs> I don't know why I said it like that. <laughs> You know, it's Quite not British. Oh. Santa Claus. <laughs> Did you ever hear the phrase? Well, let me put this properly so it doesn't come off dickish. It will anyway, but that's just the way I do it. Um, okay. When you when you like you break up with somebody and they tell you you know go out and find the exact opposite of that person. Sure. Okay, that's kind of what I did here because John was basketball obsessed. Ah. Okay. Obsessed. <laughs> obsessed with basketball. He's not here anymore, so I have to find the exact opposite. Somebody who can give a rat's ass about basketball. <laughs> yeah, but maybe I would, like, beat him in a game of basketball. I beat Mike in basketball all the time. Uh, John's, like, uh, what, six foot five, six foot six? So, I'm tall. <laughs> he he kind of, like, coaches uh, coaches hoops at his new uh, gig there. So. And? And? I'm confident. Oh, and? I want to watch it. <laughs> I want to film it. Get it going. <laughs> I, I will take on anyone. <laughs> I mean, yeah. jump shot. I, bet you, I oh. bet you could beat me. I bet you could beat me. I know for sure I could beat you. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> oh, my God. Let's go, horse. And, horse, me and you right now. He's still playing this. Okay. Now. Oh, is playing. I mean, no, we're going to do one of these times. We're going to set up a little basketball-type thing here in the studio. Yes. And we're going we're gonna to have a little throwdown showdown. That's oh, the yeah. Hipster. Is that what the kids call it? Bella, Elise? Hoedown, throwdown, showdown, throwdown? Huh. No. We need, we, need to, no, no, we need to bring the youngster back and give us some hip phrases because I'm bombing here. So yeah, pretty bad. 
So, um, some stars gathered Sunday at the Microsoft Theater in Los Angeles for the 45th Annual American Music Awards, hosted by Tracy Ellis Ross. Jimmy Fox and his daughter opened the show by talking about the tragic events of the year, including shootings, hate crimes, and natural disasters. Um, a quote from that, we needed the power of music to help us escape the news of the day. We needed the power of music to help us heal. Now, that uh, came from Jamie Fox. He referred to 2017 as a year that tested our faith. Pretty strong stuff. Um, some uh, awards, uh, Artist of the Year, Bruno Mars. New Artist of the Year, Neil Horan. Tour of the Year, Coldplay. Nile. Video of the Year, that... Isn't Nile. Nile? I'm sorry. Nile? Nile? What do I call him? Isn't that the one one D guy? Horan. I don't know. That's what I like. Uh, video of the Year, that's what I like by Bruno Mars. Alternative Artist, Lincoln Park, and a lot more awards, and so on. I don't watch award shows, and you know my stance on some of uh, today's music. So, yeah, I got his name wrong. Right here on the Stoop Radio Show. That's right. It's in the archives forever. Bank on It's okay. So, um, what did you think about some of the awards, and what did you think about Jamie Foxx and his uh, pretty gripping speech? Um, You know what? I, I missed this because I was watching the Eagles. I didn't even watch Walking Dead, and I watched the whole Eagles game, um, which is cool. unlike myself. But um, I, I watched the last couple of award shows, and it was kind of – look – I'm all for positive messages. It was kind of getting a little too political, though. I was like, all right, guys, just knock it off. Like, we're not looking at this to be political. Like, we're looking at it for entertainment value. So entertain us. Like, why are you getting so into it? But I do like his statement, like, this has been a pretty poop year. So let's just be happy and, and try to come together as one. Um Bruno Mars, this is a lot of like uh, top forty stuff in here. Coldplay, I don't. And Lincoln Park, why? Why are they the alternative artist when Chester? But this is kind of confusing me. Um, yeah, a lot of Bruno Mars, Lady Gaga, Shawn Mendes, a lot of top forty stuff. I would like to see some, uh, you know, some more up and coming artists in there, not just, you know, Carrie Underwood female country like of course keith urban yeah it's kind of it's kind of the same imagine dragons um yeah i like to see what's coming next you know i try to keep my ear to the streets and see what's coming up next we all know bruno mars and and coldplay are great but um i didn't know tracy ellis from blackish was diana ross's daughter that was nuts and it was not seeing them together um and yeah diana ross (laughs) the international symbol for nuts Wiggle your two fingers and clap them together. The international symbol for nothing. <laughs> I was trying to express myself. But, uh, yeah, staying next to each other, uh, both kind of have the same hairstyle and everything. So, yeah, that was cool. Um, but I, I miss it. You know who did perform Clarkson? And I have to go watch a replay of that because they did a duet of Everybody Hurts and their voices are. See, I was just saying this to someone. I don't necessarily like Pink and Kelly Clarkson music, but I love their voices. I love when they sing. I love their covers. You don't like Kelly sense. Clarkson music? That's, that's, Not her songs. I, I, I like her songs. I know. You I'm do, a Kelly Clarkson fan. Do? I it just sounds like weird. I know I, I, I know I talk about females, and I've got my little 
evil mind that goes on here sometimes, but if my wife ever left me, which she'll probably do any day now, I would date Kelly Clarkson. I love Kelly Clarkson. I mean, she would probably just sing you to sleep, and it would be beautiful. <laughs> oh. Oh, <my. laughs> Kelly Clarkson, if you're she out sings, there. Oh, stop. She sings to her daughter, and they she sang to her somewhere over the rainbow on one of the shows, and I teared up. I'm like, oh, my God. Can I just have Kelly Clarkson sing me <laughs> somewhere over the rainbow? Because it's so beautiful. I, I asked that question. Kelly Clarkson. Britain's National Trust has told Santa Claus <laughs> to get back on his sleigh and get out of town. Release <sighs> well, the organization's famous estates and homes. He's too American. But the agency, which runs more than 300 historic buildings, including homes, castles, and forts, is keeping the jolly elf. Uh, they just wanted to, uh, they want to put a little more British spin on uh, Santa Claus. They want to change it to a what? What somebody say? Father Christmas? Father Christmas? What is that crap? How do you crap on Santa Claus? Joe, I ask you. How do you crap on Santa Claus? I well, the whole thing was they think that like the term Santa Claus is lower class. So anyone that calls Santa Claus <laughs> is lower class, and I don't know if it's like a Catholic thing because they have something against Saint Nick too. Um, so this is just weird. Father Christmas, I thought, I don't know, <laughs> it was the same. Hey, Father Christmas! Oh. Hey, we got to like, call, what's her name? Uh, yeah, I know, sorry about that. We got to call Lilith. She's probably sound asleep, yes, though. Yes, Lilith. Yeah. Yes, Lilith. I asked Santa Claus every year for Lilith, and it doesn't work out. See, maybe I don't like Santa Claus either. But what what is this national trust? Is this like the Bank of Britain? I don't understand what it is. I, I don't know a lot about the national trust. I guess I should do a little more research. Um, in between my seventy hours uh, of work each week, because <laughs> I really don't know. Yeah. But uh, I, I guess it's some kind of um, it's an agency, place. apparently. Wow. Yeah, but I mean, like Santa Claus. Santa, you know what? I it's big Cockney and. Say it's Santa Claus. Only Philadelphia's <laughs> allowed to mess with Santa Claus. We'll hit him with snowballs. He, we deal with Santa. Yeah. Nobody else around. Yeah. You kiss the man's butt. We take care of business around here with Santa Claus. <laughs> um, it, it's a little weird, and I'm sure that you know. I'm, I don't think a lot of five and six year old kids are listening in right now, to us. But uh, you know, we got your back with Santa Claus. Scott Calvin. Scott Jersey, Calvin. These, Santa Claus. That was a great movie. The Hot Chocolate. Great... Yep. Love it. You always Very wanted to like, see see how good that Hot Chocolate was. <laughs> <laughs> Do you? Do you really? Yeah. yeah. Classic. You want some good hot chocolate? <laughs> yeah. some good hot chocolate? Come over here and I'll stick a little Godiva liqueur in the chocolate. And that's good hot chocolate right there. Yeah. yeah. Some Captain. In my hot yeah, chocolate. No, that'd be gross. <laughs> I, actually, I actually want to try. What I always wanted to do. I mean... It, it, it could have its moments of failure, though, but when you know a giant snowstorm is happening, happening, have a bunch of people over my house and just drink and crash and lay around. be great. Of course. It's the best. Get a lot of room at the Snowstorm parties. The Love snowstorm uh, parties. I used to live across the street from a bar uh, called Lenahan's in northeast Philly, right off Red Line Road. Hmm. I, used live, I used to live across 
yeah, they used to just live in the apartments back in the day. And when it snowed, I used to throw on my gear, my boots, my jacket. I'd walk across the Lenahans, and the place would be mobbed with people. That's the best. Oh, my that um, the, best. the house I spent my teenage years, it was like right off Frankfurt and Tyson. And we would just like scoot up to the bars, go for a little bit, and come back. But, um, yeah, I don't even live by any good bars. I guess uh, I'm not going to put out where I live. <laughs> It's okay. <laughs> yeah, I know. I live right by Smitty's. As a matter of fact, you go down the middle right past Smitty's. Right there. Down, right there. Matter of fact, my bedroom window is the first one that looks right into Smitty's window. Wow. Peter, Peter, you're going up. Yeah. Just kidding. Man. Inviting oh. people right on over. So uh, you gave me this little. Uh, you gave me this little article, and uh, it's kind of sad. The Justice League. You know, assembling of Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, Aquaman, The Flash, Cyborg, together for the first time on the big screen, marks the lowest North American opening of the five titles in the DC Extended Universe. And it's a major setback following the breakout success of this uh, summer's critical hit, Wonder Woman. And it's the lowest domestic launch of any DC superhero movie since the god-awful Green Lantern in 2011. 53 Point two million dollars. Is this the slow coming of the demise of DC? Is Marvel put them in their back pocket? Are we going to lose DC? Nowhere at all. No. Why? Because I saw the movie. And guys, go see the movie because I loved it. I loved it. Good? Screw the critics. It was, Jeff, I don't say this lightly, like, it was so good. It was so awesome. It had Everything. I loved every character. I loved Ben Affleck. I loved this Gail, Gail Gadot. I even loved her. That says a lot because I was skeptical as hell. And she she did a great job. The Flash was hilarious. Cyborg, oh my God. It, it was so on point. If there's a surprise guest, there's two surprise guests actually. And it's just, like, amazing. It was so good. There were so many nods and, like, little Easter eggs and, like, shout-outs to, like, artists and comic books. Like, it was like a mash of a couple different comic books. And, like, I had Mike there, so he was, like, helping me out. Like, oh, this is this story and this is – but we were we were cheering. Oh, my God, we were laughing. It was It was really good. So I think when people see this movie, I don't know what's wrong with the critics – I think they're just trying to crap on it because, I mean, Marvel is good, but this is, I, I swear, if you're a true fan, you, you have to go out and see it. Because I was highly, highly impressed. I walked into the theater, like, really downtrodden. I'm like, this isn't going to be good. Like, why did I just pay all this money for a ticket? And I was so happy I went and saw it. And I don't even go to movies on the weekends. And I went to see this because I just had to. And... Worth every dime. Very, very happy. All right. I like that. I, I, I like to hear that somebody enjoyed it. Because, I mean, I, I want to see it. I may wait till it comes out into video, though. But, I mean, you just heard so much bash. And my question to you is, with social media, 
and new technology and better graphics. Have we become spoiled, or as the as the comic book geek person becomes spoiled, that everything's got to be pinpoint perfect? I think so, but I really feel that. I mean, I was expecting like like a Suicide Squad where it was like nothing, 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 nothing big fight scene. This had action all throughout. It was just, it was great. I, I've been raving about it ever since I saw it. And it really just like restored my faith in the DC universe. And I'm just, I'm really happy I saw it. So guys, go out and see it. Justice League is good. All right. Well, there, I mean, there, there's some of the first good news I've heard about it. Uh, a guy from work saw it, and he said the same thing. He said, I'm telling you. He said, if you're going to go in closed-minded and expecting this, this, this to happen, you're not going to enjoy it. So I'm good with that. I will go in open I went in open-minded with Batman v Superman that everybody said they didn't like. I enjoyed it. That sucked. I didn't like it. I didn't like it. I love this. All right. Not to give it a try. I'm going to have to because I, I owe it to myself. I owe it to my fans. No, I'm kidding. But I'd like to check it out. I'm excited. You do. Yep. Got me hyped. Something, I, <laughs> something I've liked lately, and I think we're going to stick to this. Um, the new and improved version of What's on My Playlist. Oh, sure. Excuse me. Yeah, sure. What's you like sure? Thank you. God, you left me hanging. We're going to do five. You want to go back to five? The people miss five. Let's go back to five. Okay. <laughs> I miss five. Where have you gone, five? Five. Anyway, um, what's on my playlist? As you know, Jewel and I get out of our music libraries. We pick five songs. Jewel plays four I've never heard of and one that I kind of know. And I play five. <laughs> and then we score it at the end, and I always win. It's a great time. It's what's on your playlist. Thank you. It's got to have a theme song, or else it's just not the same. Okay, so, starting off with me, I'm going to kick it off in a band I just talked about a few minutes ago, the old, late, great singer Scott Weiland. Sex and Violence by the Stone Temple Pilots. This was a a kind of a, um, the album was called Number Four. And uh, I got to tell you, I really like this album. It had a lot of songs that I really enjoyed, songs that I keep on the playlist, and I listen to over and over again. I like it, and a lot of people did. A lot of people thought it was just like a, an effort just to try and get something out there. But uh, you get a chance. Stone Temple, Pilot, Stone Temple Pilots, number four is the album. The song, Sex and Violence. It's a great one. That's my first entry. Over to Jewel. I'm going to write that down because I'm going to listen to it. Do it. I love the right. album. I love it. Um, Philly Zone. Jedi Mind Zone. Vinnie Paz. Cheese Steaks. That's how it comes in. Oh, mm-hmm. oh, great beat, great, wow, freaking artist. Saw them live finally. Been a fan since high school, and that was probably the most, one of the most livest concerts I've ever been in. Um, I was very close to the mosh pit. I was very afraid, but cheese steaks. Shout out to Philly, Vinny Paz. Vinny Paz. Yes. Named it to the Pasmanian Devil. Vinny Pazienza. Vinny Paz. Good stuff. Yes. Cheesesteaks. Mm, I want a cheesesteak right now. Mm. I'm to watch my diet because all the eating we're going to do in the next couple of days. 
All right, something weird just happened. I actually back-to-back artists. This is wild. Another Stone Temple Pilots entry. And it's a song called Wicked Garden. Hmm. And that's from the first out core. Oh, Wicked Garden. When that first album came out, that is one of those albums. And, it, you know, we did a top five back in the old format of the show. Um, Wicked Garden was one of those that you start at the beginning and play all the way through. Do not turn a single song off. Listen to the whole album start to finish. Awesome. Okay. Stone Temple Pilots core. Wicked Garden. Jill, over to you. All right. This is a new one. And boy, is it a jammer. This is a song you can dance to. Migante by Jay Balvin. And the remix is featuring Beyonce. And she does her little Spanish. She's very good at spe- uh, singing Spanish. I have to go over that. And this is my new party jam. Party comes on. Migante. Migante. Yes. Migante. I don't know what it, I don't know I what like the hell it means, but it's a good song. It means um, it means a terrible playlist song. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Migante. Really not. You shouldn't hate on my list. I'm not hating. I'm not hating. I'm enjoying it. I get hates to learn new time. things. Mhm. Hate, hate, hates every time. Like clock. <laughs> Set your clock. Set your clock at nine fifteen, nine twenty with my hatred. Um. <laughs> The former Mr. and Mrs. Jack White, White Stripes, Seven Nation Army. One of the greatest. Oh, oh yeah. Yep. One of the greatest drum beats ever, Dad. Boom, 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 boom. Seems so simple, but it rocks so very hard. White Stripes and Seven Nation Army. Love that song. I have a funny story about that song because uh, my high school did. Battle of the Bands. We had a lot of good, good, like, artsy, crafty musicians in town, and there was this, these guys in my class, and and that I, I've never heard of that song. It came out when I was in high school, so they're playing this beat, and they're like, dun, 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 dun. I'm like, are they playing that wrong? Like, why does that beat sound funny? And here, it I I listen to the song. I'm like, oh my god, they played it like perfect. And then I went to Penn State, and being in the stadium when they're playing that, and the marching band's playing that, holy crap! You never just felt the music so much in your life. But yeah, good song. I I heard it. Watch if you watch a lot of college football, you'll hear that song. You'll hear bands yeah. playing it, and it's pretty awesome. It really is. I, I get, get you what you're from there. That that yeah, I like it. Mm-hmm. Stuff. Yeah. Um, you'll, here's a song for you. You'll know this. This is probably the one you'll know. Uh, Teenage Dirtbag. Weedus. Yeah. I'm just a teenage dirtbag. God. Came out when I was Who's in grade school. Weedus. Weedus. Yes. I never knew that. Um, I now know it. I can now I find never, it. And it's funny when you're watching the video and you see uh, Mina Savari and she's singing the really high part and you're like, oh, she's singing it. And it's no, that guy's singing it. His pitch was crazy. <laughs> what happened to them? They're like a one-hit wonder. I don't know. I, I don't know. It happens to some bands, you know? Yep. It's a shame. I, I like that song. Oof, when it first came out, there was a girl singing it. I did. What? I did. I wrote when it first came out. I thought a girl was singing it. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, that part, that really high part. I thought it was a girl. 
Speaking of whatever happened to Outcast. Wow. The song is the song is Hey Ya. I love this song. You know why? When it first came out, every radio station was playing it and playing it to death. Yep. Then you let it go away a little bit, and it comes on now on my playlist, and I'm just like, oh, yeah. I'm singing it, dancing to it. Outcast. Hey, ya. Hey, ya. Or maybe I'm not singing it, because it's bad. This comes on in my work all the time, and it's just one of those songs you have to dance to. I actually, like, busted my ass so bad. We went to, like, this crab fest, and that came on. And I, like, mm. knew the dance, like, shake it like a Polaroid picture. But I, like, tripped over a chair, and I landed <laughs> flat on my ass. Oh, my God, I was so embarrassed, like, why on the not... dance floor. Man, why Everyone am I not there for something like that? See, that's <laughs> the stuff I did when I was 16. I, I was, uh... <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Embarrassing yeah. myself. <laughs> Here's this young lady dedicated, driving hard, working hard, going to school, making records. I was uh, sneaking clue and cokes and getting sick, uh, clue and creams rather than getting sick to my stomach. That's what I was yeah. doing at 16. <laughs> you see a lot of change for me. Yeah. Lots changed in the 30 plus years. Anyway, uh, <laughs> that's a shame. Next entry, Jewel. What's the difference? Dr. Dre, Eminem, Exhibit. Chronic 2001 was such a great album. It's still a jammer. Even the kids, they listen to it. They, they, all the kids love Eminem today, and it's like, what? Like they still all like idolize the crap out of them. Um, I, he, I'm, I always loved Eminem's. Yeah. Plain um, peanut. I love Eminem's Plain Peanut. My favorite. He was just on Saturday Night Live, and he did a medley of his hits. It's pretty good. Jules is at the point now where she just ignores my dumb humor. Yeah. I'm not a fan my, of his new song, though. I'll say that. I don't like it. It's, like, depressing. Meh. He stinks. <laughs> he doesn't. Stop hating. Uh, the theme... The the theme song to the Stoop Radio Show uh, is my last entry. It should be the theme song. Touch Me by The Doors. That's right. <laughs> I'll say that for an episode where uh, Mila Kunis comes on the show. Touch Me. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> the Doors, one of the legendary <sighs> bands. Uh, one of the strange, strange legacy bands. Jim Morrison, of course. A legend. And uh, it's one of the shorter songs. Uh, and one of my favorites. It's a good one. Real quick. Great beat. I, I love the doors. You know, sometimes when it comes to music, at least, I know you like a lot of the modern stuff. For me, when it comes to music, I think I was born the wrong time. Because I would have really been all about 60s and early 70s music. I am now. But back then, when I could have sold that stuff live. Imagine seeing like Zeppelin back then, or Doors back then, or Who back oh then. God. God damn, that, must, that had to have been something. But you my know, parents like saw all of them. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. It's pretty awesome. Not. Whew. Um, but I wouldn't I be able to write them, too. Know, if I lived through all that, we wouldn't be here today enjoying fun new artists like Bella Elise. So. Yeah. Oh, okay, I'm good. I think I think I want to be born in, like, the 50s when it was all clean and, like, cookie cutter and then had my, like, preteen teen years in the 60s and then my 20s in the 70s. Like, 
wait, would that work out? Probably not. <laughs> now, I'll tell you what. I, honestly, I'll tell you what. The 80s, and not because that's when I grew up, but the 80s was the time to grow up. The 80s, was, I know you're shaking your head. My wife does it, too. It's always about the 90s. I'm saying the 80s was such a different time. Everybody loved each other in the 80s. Everything was fun. Everything was upbeat. The colors we wore were bright. Everything was just so outgoing in the 80s. I'm telling you. Not so crazy. Not wild in a bad way, but I love the 80s. I love 90s. Yeah. Now what happened? Once we turned two zero zero zero, it all went to shit. It all went like glitter and pleather. That's what it went to. Yeah. Well. <laughs> and no eyebrows. I love the nineties. I love nineties yeah. style. I love nineties clothes. I love nineties makeup, hair, all that. But I forget What's where we were. Is it your number two? Oh, no, I do. It's you. Oh, that's that was your number one. Okay. Um, Alt J pleasure. La. La, la, la. Wait, what la. was it? Fitz pleasure. It's F I T Z pleasure. Thank you. Sometimes you gotta spell this shit out for me. I'm telling you. Oh man, when I went, no, it's fine. When I went to their concert, I only knew this song and Breeze Blocks, and they just blew me away. They were, I said it before, I'll say it again. They were one of the best bands I saw live. They were just such great instrumentalists. Singers, like it sounded like I was listening to the album just better. It was so great. I'm sad I missed them. They were here Halloween at the Fillmore, but I have a little toddler and we, you know, we had to do trick or treating. So um, I'm sad they came on Halloween, but maybe next time, check them out. Check them out. Maybe next time. Good list tonight. Good stuff. What's you on do. your playlist? What? Thank you. I'm. Not gonna, we're not even going to keep score tonight. Being a gentleman. Wow. No, I just got done telling that young lady how men suck, so I'm trying to save <laughs> all the men out there. Uh, so here we go. Uh, we'll rehash. Jeff did a back-to-back, a double shot, Stone Temple Pilots, Sex and Violence, from Jewel's new favorite album, number four. Check it out. Uh, and uh, Wicked Garden, of course. White Stripes, Seven Nation Army, which we... Now, both agree we'd rather hear a marching band doing it, because it's pretty cool. Outcast with Hey Ya uh, and The Doors with Touch Me. Jewel came back with Vinnie Paz and Cheesesteaks. Little Philly shout out. Let me move for Cheesesteak. Jay Belvin and Migante, Jewel's new party song. Yes. Teenage Dirtbag by Weedus. What's the difference by Dr. Dre and Eminem and every rap star who's ever imagined? And Alt J with Fitz Pleasure. Still don't. I, I don't. Good stuff. Listen to it. Just listen to it. I just wish I could cram all these songs in your in your playlist so you would be like forced to listen to it. Because all mine are great. You can. You know you can, and that might be the best way to do it. Honestly, like you find these artists to bring on the show, and I'm always like, hmm, I wonder. And then listen to the song. I'm like, all right. I'm yeah. Like it. It works, mm-hmm. I, you know. You actually have, and that's the same that I pick on you during the entire episode of What's on My Playlist. But when we're on the air and we have like guests that you find and listen to their music, I kiss your ass and tell you how great they are. So, right. You should listen to so me tonight, more. I told you. Tonight, tonight's the <laughs> tie. Tonight's the tie. Nicely yeah. Thank you. You're on the tie tonight, Jewel. Fantastic. <laughs> it's about Thanks. time. Thanks. <laughs> 
let's uh, um, <laughs> I forgot what I was going to say. No, I do know what I'm going to say. Let's check out the lineup. Come on up on the stew. I know we do this a lot. I know we run it out long, but I just want everybody to know what we got going on because there's so much good stuff going on. Tomorrow night, Tuesday night, special Tuesday night episode from Shameless, the hunk of hunk of burning love himself, Steve Howie. Stoked. Stoked. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Wednesday night, the Queen of Metal, Lita Ford. Whoop, whoop. I am so excited. Goodness. Whoa. Like, whoa. It's funny how the, the young lady, Bella, said it before every show, she still gets the nerves. That's going to be me and Jewel. We are going to be just like freaking out the next two nights. Yeah. Freaking out. Yeah. We're going to just have a party. Before each episode and um, yeah. get ready. Yeah, I, I fan geeked out when Steve Howie was here last. I'm going to fan geek out again. Love that guy. And Lita Ford. I'm, I'm going to geek out. Thursday, of course, is Thanksgiving. So this look at this lineup going into Thanksgiving. And then uh, we come back on Monday the 27th. Love a young actress, Alyssa Jarrills. Be hey. right here on the stoop. Talk about her acting. More Jewel Found music. Taylor Gale will be here on the 29th. And if she's anything like Bella, that's going to be a great show because, uh, like I said, Jewel finds these great, lovely musicians. We're looking forward to that one as well. December 4th, country singer Cherish Lee. That's right. Jeff is going to get in some country music. That's time. I'm shocked by it. Oh, yeah, I'm shocked by it myself. I really can't believe it. I usually end up enjoying the songs, too. So. Yeah. Look forward to that. It's Cherish Lee, December 4th. December 6th, the actor known as G-Rod. This guy's pretty cool. He's doing some bounty hunter stuff on a show on BET. Pretty cool dude. Looking very forward to talking to him. Yeah, it looks like kind of guy to have a good guy combo. You know what I mean? I'm very excited to yeah. check out G-Rod on the 6th. Man, I'm just getting pumped just like looking at these names. December 11th, Philip Broussard, another singer. Singer from the Michael Stover stable of talented artists. Pop singer, also former military. We're going to talk a little bit about both music and military and uh, what it means to be a true American. That's on the 11th. On the 13th, Philly back in the house. Jewel has discovered another band with her ear in the street. Vita and the Wolf on the stoop. It's going to be very good. Yeah, I, I sampled great. a little bit. I like what I hear so far. That's going to be great. I'm very excited for that show. Um, December 20th. I'm so excited for this episode. December 20th, Juliet Tablack, lovely woman. She used to play Amber on Married with Children. God, I'm so excited. We are going to talk about what goes on behind the scenes of one of the most dysfunctional television shows in history. Outside of Shameless. That's pretty awesome. Yes. Oh, my <laughs> God. Yes. Awesome. Right up there with Shameless. It's so funny. And then we got the two um, pending dates for yeah, we got some pending dates. Vegetables. I uh, I spoke to a gentleman this weekend. Which oh, this week I forgot. How did I not give props to this weekend? This weekend was the sixth annual Jingle Balls, the not too shabby Jingle Balls and Liquor Holiday Bash. Jewel, I got to get you there next year. We got it. Because I've learned that the invite list is just growing and growing. It's getting bigger and bigger. An amazing time held by my great friends, Mr. CJ Joint, 
his wife, Lynn Joint. I am kind of a co-creator of this um, new holiday. And it was outstanding. The beer was flowing. The food was everywhere. People were dancing. I was dancing. I don't know if you've seen my videos. It's embarrassing. I'm singing and dancing. <laughs> it's embarrassing. I'm a mess. Uh, That's we had people come as far as We had people come as far as West, uh, West Virginia, Virginia Beach. My what? friend Tim came all the way up from, came all the way up from Virginia Beach, took the six hour drive, got a hotel, came to the party, ate, drank, got in an Uber and went back to the hotel, got up at eight o'clock in the morning, drove all the way back to Virginia Beach. That's a trooper. That's a trooper, and that's how big this celebration is getting. I want to thank everybody that showed. Uh anyway, the gentleman I spoke to that night, one of my favorite uh local artists. We talk about local artists a lot. Uh, this guy plays with his brothers, the Kirko brothers, the Kirko band, Kevin Kirk, Scott Kirk. Uh, so Kevin was there, and we were talking about the stoop, and he was talking about uh, Sagan Amory and uh, talking about what we do here on the show, and he wants to come on, and we're going to work him in in January. And the reason why I'm announcing that is if anybody's listening that knows Kevin and knows me and hangs out within that group, we're going to try and make it something really special. We're talking about maybe trying to do a live studio thing. We want to do something special because Kevin's coming out with his original stuff, and he is an awesome guy, so cool, such a great performer. And I was talking, he says, I love the stoop, and I want to get on. And so we want to have him on, and that, that's you know, stuff we're working on January, February. Uh, Kevin Kirk. Name we have to out jam out live. No, yeah, we awesome. have to. It, you know, just talking to him alone is going to be great because he's a guy. He's one of those guys. He's kind of like a Bart. You know, one of them guys who can just talk all night long. And you want to talk to him because he's so much fun. I had such a blast. Mm-hmm. I love always hanging out with that guy. And if you're in the Philly area or in the Philly suburb area, check them out. Check out the Kirko Brothers Band. Find their website. Find where they play. And just go check these guys out. You cannot help but be entertained. They're outstanding. That's awesome. I had to give them a little shout out. I got that. Yeah. Shout out to my shout out to the Kirks. They're awesome. Absolutely. So I know we have a couple of days to talk about it, but we're gonna get it off anyway. Uh Thanksgiving is coming up to Turkey Day. Actually uh, I just learned I have a double header Turkey Day. Uh Thursday I will be at the aforementioned joint household. I thank them for inviting us. Friday will be the Peruni family thing. What do you got going on, Joel? Um, you know, I, I'm really, really sad because my oven is not working. And for anyone that knows me, knows that my specialty is pumpkin pie. And I'm just really upset Ooh. that I might make my pumpkin pies at home. I usually do like a pumpkin and then like a pecan. Sometimes I switch it up. I'll do like a chocolate. Um, I always do at least like five pumpkin pies though. And then I, you know, anyone who asks me for one, I do it. But I do a lot, and I enjoy making them because I don't know why, but people like my pumpkin pie. So I'm just really <laughs> upset, and I, it looks like I have to, you know, bounce around both my sister's houses and cook and um, just help out, which will be fun. I mean, the, you know, with the kids all get together and get rowdy. So, uh, yeah, it'll be fun. I'm just looking forward to spending it with the family, and um, I'm going to try to get my baking in somewhere. I make a mean, I, you know what, I credit Martha Stewart, but I stole her. It's cornbread, sausage, and bacon stuffing. And it was bomb. It came off, like, great. Mm. And I made it, like, the last two years in a row. And it's really good. So, 
Thanks, M. Stu, for your awesome. M. Stu, I'll tell you what. If I can get a pumpkin pie, I will open up the doors to my kitchen. Really? Mm, I will. Oh, uh, You and Cassie got pumpkin pie coming your way. <laughs> I like it. I was never a pumpkin pie kid growing up, but I've grown to be a pumpkin pumpkin pie man. Pump, pumpkin pie. That's a hard radio phrase. Pumpkin pie. Pumpkin pie. Pumpkin pie. Yeah, I, I can't get it. Sound like I'm saying like pumpkin pie. Pumpkin pie. That doesn't work either. It just sounds worse and worse. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. The next two nights are going to be absolutely insane. We're, we're going to need uh, material and a lot of alcohol. <laughs> Some of each. <laughs> Scared. Uh, yeah, actually, um, again, Steve's uh, PR people and a wonderful guy I always deal with, the uh, wonderful Mr. Javier Delgado. He's always very sharp. I'll keep me up to date with Steve's up to. And uh, he said, you know, would you mind calling Steve instead? You know. No, I've got no problem with that. So we're going to be calling Steve. And last time we had Steve on the show, he was absolutely ripping into the traffic in downtown Los Angeles. So I get to call him right in the heat of <laughs> downtown Los Angeles. Oh, he's going to be loving me. Absolutely. He's going to be loving me. Are you caught up on Jameless? I did not watch this week. I did watch the week before. Ah, okay. I caught up there. Uh, me and the wife try to squeeze it in. I'm not going to see it before he's on the show. I, I like digging for spoilers. I'm, I'm a glutton for punishment. Yeah. I know what's going on. Yeah. I'm caught up. I can't believe I'm caught up, but I'm caught up. Um, yeah, yeah it's crazy this up. season. It's crazy every season. That is just one wild... That's why you love it, because it's like... Like I said to Steve, and I'm sure I'll mention it to him again tomorrow night, it's always like... How much further can they go? A lot. <laughs> they just have so many ways they can go. I mean, it's like endless with a crazy family. That's why the Kardashians are on for so long, because yeah. there, there are just so many people in the family. So it's always entertaining, you know, same with them. Um, it's cool to see. Uh, I saw her in the first episode, but Jennifer Taylor on there, too. It's like, yeah. I know her. She Hi carpools. <laughs> she carpools. She drives kids. Alexis. And she- <laughs> and she sings in the car. Yeah. And all the dad peer at her out the window. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Very cool. That's why uh, I, I I really love the guests we have on because we get to have the inside the inside scoop. Met a great Cheers. one on tonight. I you know I uh, sent Bella a quick message thanking her for being on and. She, of course, thanked us for having us on. She loved chatting with us and would love to come back. We would love to have her back when she gets more music coming on. I, I like debut stuff. Of course, I can't ask her of that. But we want to get it yeah. when it's fresh. Um, like uh, Lilith. You know, Lilith brings all her brand new stuff to us. We become like the world premiere station. Lilith in the night. And that thrills me. I love it. Now, that's freaking cool. Very cool. It's pretty old. It's pretty old. We, uh, like I say, we don't we don't really get bad guests. I have not been disappointed. Uh, nobody has let me down. And like I said, you like tonight. You're like, mm, I don't know much about this young lady. I try to get as much as I can from her. Uh, I hope it's not awkward and and perfect. Everything's just went perfect. Oh, she's so super sweet and God, like she's so talented. And um, yeah, keep an ear out for a new single, Bang Bang. I saw. The makings, as she puts it on her Instagram, Ooh. and she's kicking some butt. So, yeah, nice. we would totally love to talk to her. 
in the future and get her on the East Coast and go to a show. Absolutely. And I might as well get out all my chit-chat now because come Wednesday night, when Lita Ford's here, I am honestly going to be like, duh, 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 duh. Duh, duh. I am. I'm going to be a knucklehead. I'm going to be a knucklehead. I may not even say anything. I may not even say a word. I might just sit there in silence. Oh, my God. Yeah, that would leave you totally in charge. <laughs> no, 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 thanks. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, no, I'm, no, I'm, I'm, I'm so excited. Um, so, I've been checking something out all night. I did not mention it. I'm going to mention it right now. And I need you to kind of lift your head up. Lift uh, your head up. <laughs> oh. Hold your hands up. Hold your hands up. Is some gold nail polish. Is that gold nail polish you got on there? You know what this is from? Yeah. <laughs> Halloween. I still haven't got my nails redone, so it's gold. Really? Because I was Wonder Woman, so yeah. <laughs> come back, come back with the hands. You put the hands yeah, down. See, too fast. I see. I need to get them filled, so they're you, still you gold. You really can't tell. That looks pretty good from Halloween. It's holding up strong. Not too bad. Yeah, they're they're like Teflon. Cheetah. <laughs> 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 yeah, I'm looking all night. Like every time you. Man, it's something like oh, that's some pretty gold uh, nail polish you got there. And so they break and I cry like a little girl. Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. Hurts. <laughs> Cassie is uh, Cassie is not a uh, she's not really obsessed with her nails. Well, she's a nurse. Which, which exactly? So she knows. Yeah. Um, mhm. No, she she got a lot going on now. She does everything so right. So don't really matter. Yeah. She you know no it's nails. funny. I. I, I yeah. Sometimes I get sick of them, but I've I've always had like acrylic, and I was um I was worried because my other job I deal with the paint, a lot of paint. Right. And I was I was like, oh no, is this gonna like ruin all my manicures I get from now on? But uh, it gets it, it sometimes it gets on the on my paint, but you know for the most part it comes off, so can't be too picky. When you're an artist, you know what are you gonna do. Yeah, exactly. Um, I don't really. I I never critique my wife because she does a good job of dressing up and and styling herself and looking good. I gave her one knock. There's one thing I want my wife to get into, and that's uh, the knee high boot thing. I love that stuff. I do. I love. Buy her some. I love that look. Don't complain. Exactly. Buy her some. I know, right? Yeah. (laughs) Shut up and buy them. I know. Mike's like, oh, you will look good in this. Well, bitch, go buy me some. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. I'm don't not going to say it, no. I won't wear the brand new boots you got me. Like, that would be a nice... Good idea. I love that stuff. That's the only thing that I would uh, ask of her to... Uh, not change, because I like everything she wears, but a little something like to throw into the, uh, into the arsenal, if you will. Yeah, for sure. I like it. Just buy her, buy her a yeah. whole outfit. I love that. I just wish uh, Mike has to go what? through this for me. Just buy her whole outfit, have it laying on the bed, you know, find the right sizes and everything, get the right shoe size, and, and get some uh, a nice necklace or something, and have a little note saying, get ready, babe. We're going what? to dinner at 7. And, and that would be <laughs> so romantical, and you would have a lovely night. And then I'll say to her, you could even supersize it tonight. <laughs> You just ruined it. Yeah, <laughs> No, I like I like eating out. I like dining out. I like going to restaurants. And I like that stuff. Um, no, see, it's kind of a thing, and it's rare that women always think this is very rare. 
I enjoy going with her to the mall and to the stores and have her pick out clothes and tell her what I like and don't like. But I kind of like, I kind of like got to see it up against her. I, I can't just go blind, pick something out and come up and say, honey, I picked this out. Cause you know, that's kind of tough. Um, Mike does that for me all the time. He, I swear, really? he buys more of my clothes than I do. Cause I despise shopping wow. for myself. He does. He's like, um, this looks good. Like I have panic attacks really bad. And I have really bad anxiety. So when I go into a store, I'm like, Oh, I can't think. And I, I get like a handful of things and then I end up pulling them, putting them all back. And, um, he's like, no, you're getting this, 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 and it ends up working out. So yeah, wow. he's a way better, way better shopper than I am. He would spend like hours in the mall. It gives me very, very high anxiety. So I used to be. I used to be a good shopper. I lost my edge a little bit. I like to go with her, and she'll come out like this. I'm like, nah. Or this. I'm like, yeah. And so, or is that good? good At least you're honest. Definitely. And that, trust me, she, she says it all the time. And now she's yeah. at the point where she says, I know, I know you'll tell me the truth, which I do. That's good. That was it's nice. I mean, and sometimes you know, I'm like, you no, walk. you don't know what the hell you're talking about. <laughs> <It's just Yeah. laughs> When you have to walk next to an Adonis like me, you got to make sure you look good. <laughs> Trust the bar, I guess. That's, that's why. That's why. Yeah. That's why I help her out. Want her to know. Yeah. Oh. I'm stunning. I don't want to show her up. Oh. I'm stunning. All right. Absolutely stunning. <laughs> all right. So with a few minutes left, uh, we are gonna we're gonna pack this baby in. So I gotta get right back to the boards and get more shows ready. And got a couple big ones uh, next couple nights. So of course, thank you again to our amazing guest, Miss Bella Alice. Thank you for the song, Call Me Crazy, and thanks for the great story behind it. That was really funny. She had me laughing. Mm. It's good thing. She's a sweet young lady. She is. You really wish good things for her. Hopefully we'll be hearing a lot more from her. Again, don't forget, tomorrow night, we're right back, 8 o'clock, same time, same channel, 8 o'clock. Steve Howie from Shameless will be here, a special Tuesday night show. I don't know what to call it. TJMs or Monday shows, hump days or Wednesday shows. What's Tuesday? Tuesday episode of the soup. I gotta go get. I gotta get tacos. We gotta. We tacos gotta get margaritas. Tacos and margaritas. And Steve Howie, he's mucho grande. I like it. <laughs> Mike's mom was like, "He is just. He's just a big gorgeous fella, isn't he? <laughs> he's just so big and gorgeous." I'm like, wow. "Okay." <laughs> Future mother-in-law making it awkward right here on the show. She stoop. loves it. Oh, my God. They love Shameless. They love Steve Howie. Everyone's blowing me up. Like, my friends are jealous. Like, they are hating on me. I'm like, guys, call in. Like, this is one of the times you can call in, ask him something. He, he's all for it. So go for it. You know, let's try that. I mean, let's invite people. Like, if you want to call in and ask Steve a question. Message us on Facebook. Let us know the number you're going to be calling in from, and then we'll patch it through. He likes he likes calls. He likes calling. He likes he likes talking. Um, my friend Christina called in last time, and he loved it, and she loved it. Everybody loves Steve Howie. That's awesome. Why not? Yeah. What's not to like? He's, he's, I know. He's a good-looking guy. He's a funny guy. He's a real down-to-earth guy. He's built like the Incredible Hulk. He's great. He's great. So fun. So I'm excited. Jealous. I'm jealous. I love you, Steve Howey. I'm jealous. <laughs> <laughs> not going to tell him that tonight. I'll save my lo- I'll save my loving for Wednesday night. 
Yeah. I love you, baby. <laughs> and I love you, Jewel Tady. You're the best. Oh. Oh. That's Lord so nice. Best. All right. So let's wrap up tonight's episode again. Thank you to Bella Elise. Thank you for coming on and getting us some tunes. We will catch everybody tomorrow night at 8 p.m. For the amazing, the wonderful, the lovely, the god-awful signing off phrase giving <laughs> jewel lady. <laughs> I got all that in. I'm Jeff the Shark Perini. Thank you so much for joining us. And remember, I'll tell you, you know, tonight you could be a douche. Yeah. <laughs> Be on vacation, guys. This is vacation week, so get in vacation mood is my phrase to you. That's my advice to you. Get some cat There you go. Yeah. Yeah. And I can't. All right. I'll just stop. Yeah, it's good. Bye. Go out on a hunt. Feed the douche, get drunk, run around naked, insult your family and friends when you see them Thursday night for Thanksgiving. It's awesome. It's perfect. All right. That's a wrap. Signing off. Good evening, Jewel. Good evening. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> Got to get that in there. <laughs>